Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. Welcome, everyone. This is Dave C. And this is a show on TalkShoe. And the show title is Never Isolated, the Never Isolated podcast. And the show ID here on Touch You is 7910667. And uh, just a disclaimer, I do work part-time for Touch You, but this is my own personal call. Um, as, as per usual, if anybody does drop in, I will acknowledge them, but I won't be unmuting them. And this call is done live. And any information that I pass on, I usually go to the bbc.co.uk site uh, and the reason for I do that is first of all because I don't want to give out any misinformation and I feel as though uh, the online news area of the BBC uh, is pretty well as factual as uh, one can get but please check with your own source of news anything that I may uh, um, put out as being an actual fact and if i make any opinions of my own then i will try and state so uh, on the time well it's a very special day 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 today so um let me first of all just say that you are listening to episode 41 of never isolated and it's ve day 75 years on and i put some information Below that, as I usually do, a description of today's episode, which we'll try and do within the 30-minute mark. But um, there's an awful lot to cover. I may have to leave some things until the end of the weekend, because if you've listened to any of these before, and this is obviously episode 41, I do the Monday to Friday in a factual style uh, during the week. Um, and today, of course, is a Friday, Friday the 8th. And then at the weekend, I'll try and put up um, a fun uh, episode, a quiz episode. And we've done four of those so far. So if you've subscribed to us on iTunes or the podcast directory or any other podcast outlet, thank you very much indeed for doing so. Uh, and if you want to pick and choose rather than listen to every one of the episodes, then I suggest that um, you seek out those They've got the word quiz in, lonesome quiz, and there's one to four already. Number five will go up in a couple of days. Well, the last of this preamble, as I want to do, is uh, what I've written in the show notes, as it were. These show up on the, if you're listening from the Torture page at a later date, uh, there's a text chat room where I can put links in, but I can also put a description of the episode in there. And it reads as follows. Recording today on the 75th anniversary of VE Day victory in Europe. Um, uh, in his VED Day announcement, the Prime Minister of the time, Winston Churchill, said, We may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing, but let us not forget for a moment the toil and efforts that lie ahead. And why have I bothered to include that quote? Well, just read it in context of today's issues with the uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus pandemic. Read it one more time, David, 
and just see how apropos that is to what we face around the world currently. We may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing, but let us not forget for a moment the toil and efforts that lie ahead. And perhaps that word rejoicing should be replaced by remembering, a brief period of remembering of the sacrifice that an earlier generation made so that we could enjoy uh, the freedoms and lives that we up till recently did enjoy and hope very shortly to get back to. Indeed, on Sunday, in a couple of days' time, the Prime Minister is going to set out, as Boris Johnson, is going to set out his five-step plan um, for uh, a slight easing, and it will be a slow and steady easing, and it could take not five days, not five weeks, but five months before normality returns and sadly of course that's when we hit the next flu season so um, um, nothing is clear and certain and um, indeed as Winston Churchill said um, the toil and efforts that lie ahead particularly of course for our NHS staff our care workers and key workers and support workers which uh, on uh, yesterday, Thursday, uh, many of us went to our doorstep and clapped for the help and efforts that those people make to keep us safe. And indeed, as I record this, it's now coming up to uh, at 10 to 12 uh, in the morning um, of Friday um, at 11 a.m. this morning on our particular, it, when I say street, it's not really a street because it, it's a cul-de-sac. That's a, a group of houses and there's like a turning circle at the end. Um, but I'm, I'm proud to say that um, at every doorstep at 11 a.m. this morning, members of the household were standing at the door for the two-minute silence marking that um, 75th anniversary of the end of World War II in Europe. Of course, fighting was to go on uh, uh, until um, August and uh, finally the surrender was in September uh, 1945, of course. So that's uh, a long, long, long start to the show, but very, very important to acknowledge that. Um, I'm not posted it here, but on my Facebook account, posted a picture of my father, who would have just turned 32 at the time in his RAF uniform. Unfortunately, I couldn't find an image of my uh, uh, father-in-law, who also served in the RAF. I haven't got an image of him in his uh, uniform. Hoping my uh, brother-in-law, Gary, may have a picture of him. But both served in that, as many other members of the family did. And my mother worked uh, she was a nurse she worked during the war effort um, as a nurse in a munitions factory uh, giving support there because there, there obviously could be injuries going on there and she was the health worker there and I think also they had a crutch uh, for younger children in there and I think part of her job entailed caring for those as well okay well let's go to the, the news items as announced. Of course, we mentioned last time that um, you know we're on a long journey here. Uh, that was episode 40, but on episode 39, uh, the title was Heading Beyond 30,000. And indeed, we did, when I did the last show, we'd, we'd gone up to um, 30,076. 
after one very low count of 288, still awful deaths. Uh, we had two days when it was back up in the high 600s. And um, the latest figures that were given out on Thursday, but being Wednesday's details, was um, 539 new deaths, sadly. And the total now being in the UK, 30,615. So we are geared for the announcement to take us over the 31,000 mark, I would think, today. So I'm just going to now go to the, um, the BBC News site. Just checking, there's still just myself in the room. And um, I'm just going to look at the live page here. And I'll put the link in. But, of course, if you go to it at a later date, this page either may not be there, depending on how long and much time has elapsed, or it may look very different. Because one of the things, when I first started doing this, Monday to Friday, um, I wasn't sure that um, things would be moving at the pace that they most certainly have done. So here we go. Let me read some of the summary items here as a sort of shorthand uh, to cover what we have mentioned. Uh, Europe marks the 75th anniversary of VE Day under lockdown, with the royal family uh, leading the tributes in the UK. But there are also slightly alarming um, things coming out. The global confirmed cases of COVID-19 now stand at uh, 3.8 million. And with the total deaths going over, as I said, the two, the quarter of a million mark and was announced at 268,000 deaths. And anybody with a modicum of maths can see that the UK must therefore account for more than 10% of those deaths. If we're over 26,000, 27,000 will be 10% and we're heading towards 31. So we're at something like 11 or 12% of the worldwide cases. So a horrific stat in its case. But there's also other murmurings going on and particularly with the unity we've all felt today. Um, a pandemic has unleashed, according to the UN chief, a tsunami of hate and xenophobia, which needs to be defeated. I'm not sure whether he says it's unleashed or um, is in danger of being unleashed, where people are viewing uh, other people uh, with more suspicion and perhaps um, Non, non-supportive feelings than we should if we're going to get through all this. And the um, there are also murmurings of um, uh, different conspiracy theories, which I would say, unfortunately, President Trump has not squashed uh, about um, uh, sources of things and. Um, uh, cross-religious attacks. I'm not going to read any more. I'm not going to give those any more oxygen, but they are stated in the um, the summary of it. So uh, going on the search for the origin of the virus, which 
it's fully believed to have jumped species, not sure which species it's originated from. They were talking about pandolins being one of the sources before, and of course, bats, bats always seem to be considered one of the, of course, bats being mammals, not birds. Um, there is a, a closer association there. But let me just read what it says here. This went up just 20 minutes ago. Origin of virus could take a year to find. It could take at least a year to determine the exact origins of the coronavirus pandemic. Speaking in Geneva a little earlier, a WHO expert on viruses uh, originating in animals said the evidence pointed to bats as the original source with another animal acting as the intermediate host. Uh, scientists weren't sure exactly the, when the outbreak began, but evidence points to uh, the market in Wu-Tan. Uh, but only 41 early cases of the virus, only, sorry, of, 40, of the 41 early cases of the virus, only 27 had a direct connection to the market. Viruses will have jumped from bats to another animal before infecting humans, but which animals remains unclear. So there's more to be read there. And let me just read the URL out. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash world dash 52585561. And remember, you can always pause and go back to catch that again. And um, let me, I'm going to... Um, uh, it's more more information there about uh, that. But this is uh, one of the disturbing items that came up. And it was shown in one of the graphs in the daily uh, presentation yesterday that um, in the, um, the two pillars of death statistics that they're using, the pillar for those in the dying in intensive care in NHS is a lower fraction but the ones in care homes and the community is increasing and overcoming. I mentioned in Scotland it has passed 59% in care homes. But this is uh, posted just an hour ago now. Nearly half of, oh, this is in Northern Ireland now, Northern Ireland COVID deaths are in care homes. Nearly every other death linked to Corona-19 in Northern Ireland has happened in care homes, the latest figures show. Weekly figures published by the Northern Ireland Statistics and Research Agency, and of course these are all collated with the Welsh and Scottish and English, um, uh, listed on the death certificates. They showed that 232 out of the 516 such deaths registered up to just May of this year took place in care homes. That was then 45% of their total. But Scotland showed that most of the deaths are now taking place in care homes. In England and Wales, similar figures show about one in three cases are in care homes. And I'm going to uh, close that now. Um, I'm not going to talk anything more about VED, except to say uh, there is a lovely page about that on the BBC site, um, and I think it's in the um, the news beat. But the uh, there's uh, if you look under News England, there's all about uh, the VE day then, and um, 
you can find information there for people. And I'll put this one more link in on that, I think. Uh, this is for the news round for younger people who may not. And of course, normally in schools at this time, if schools were open, I'm sure many schools, primary schools, or whatever, would be doing a, a, a project on this to bring the young children up to date because um, we mustn't forget these things so this i'm going to make, put this one in i put it in the room this is a news round link this is news for younger readers it's bbc.co.uk forward slash news round and that's all one word forward slash four eight two zero one seven four nine what is ve day and why do we remember and um of course, it is the 8th, um, uh, 8th of May, 1945. It was a Tuesday that day. But then, of course, the fighting went on uh, against um, in the, uh, the Far East. And um, that ended with the, um, the horrific but deemed necessary uh, nuclear bombs um, on Hiroshima on the 6th of August and Nagasaki on the 8th of August. So the fighting stopped on the 14th of August, 1945. Um, on the 15th of August, 1945, the Allies, Allies had officially defeated uh, Japan. That day is known as VJ Day. But the actual surrender was signed on September the 2nd. Uh, so that's really the official end of the war with the signing of the surrender um, on that uh, battleship. Um, and I should have the name of the battleship with me, and I apologise for that. But there's an awful lot to read there on that page for everybody, really, but younger people in particular. VE Day, what is it? When is it? And why do we remember it? Uh, and that was only updated today. So let me just check the time. There's still just me in the room, so I'm going to move to um, some of the items. Um, I did mention, of course, uh, yesterday Andy Serkis was going to read the entire Hobbit online for charity. Uh, so let me put in the link there um, if you want to depending on when you hear this, of course, um, this may have happened months ago, but if you check the page, it may say where you can listen to it after the event. So this is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash entertainment dash arts dash five two five six eight four nine seven. Andy Serkis reads the entire Hobbit online for charity and that was updated well as i put here at 42 minutes ago and circus is reading the hobbit live and in its entirety on friday that's today as i'm speaking in an effort to raise money for charity the 56 year old began streaming his online performance of uh, jrr tolkien's 1937 novel at 10 p.m BST. So as it's just gone five, he's just been reading for two hours as I speak. The Gollum actor said that over 100,000 had already been raised for the NHS charities to gather and best blessings. 
the actor paused at 11 p.m. BST to observe the two-minute silence for VE Day. The only other breaks he will take throughout the day will be to go to the loo, <laughs> and no doubt his listeners to go to the loo too. Um, um, around 15,000 viewers watched the first hour of his reading, dubbed the Hobbiton. And I'm still stumbling over that after yesterday. Of course, Circus Faye played uh, Gollum, uh, the corrupted character originally known as Smeagol in The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit Rings, six films in Hall. And of course, if you uh, like The Planet of the Apes, the new versions of those, he is the person who uh, does the uh, the main gorilla in... Uh, no, it's chimpanzee, isn't it? In um, in that he um, he is a fantastic actor, and he's been in all lots of other things. He was in the the Panther movie as well. He's been in so many very talented, talented. One of uh, the best groups of the uh, British uh, generation of actors, up there with uh, other names you will be more familiar with. Okay, let me just think about, I'm wondering how much more to cover today because, um, oh, I did say, uh, I must do this, I mentioned about the other charity event by the um, rugby captain, the ex-rugby captain of England, but I hadn't got his name to hand and that was an oversight and very, I do apologise for that. Uh, it's uh, Mike Bigger, who's now 70, he was a former Scotland rugby captain um, and uh, he was doing his walk to raise money for the charity. So I am going to put that fully into the room with the URL now. And let me uh, just um, read the URL out to that item. It may well have been updated since I read from it. Um, it was a first put up on uh, 21st April, but nonetheless... It needs to be uh, mentioned here. Um, and the URL is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash UK dash England dash Wiltshire dash five two three six eight one three one. He had a car crash and he could, well, he can barely walk. He's in a wheelchair and he has to use these um, two um uh, well, it's a walkway, really, for uh, support of his arms. Uh, that doesn't look as being updated to see if he's achieved his uh, thing, but um, he uh, was inspired after, of course, Captain Tom Moore, the 99-year-old, who was raised, I believe now, $29 million. Okay, I'm going to end now on just one thing to mention slightly off topic but because of the VE day uh, here in the UK um, and just let me check the timing um, at 1pm um, on BBC2 they're showing a fantastic war film it's called The Man Who Never Was and it's based on a true story uh, a British 1956 espionage thriller films um, and um, the plot, uh, in 1943, Royal Navy Lieutenant Commander Ewan Montague, that's Clifton Webb, uh, acting by Clifton Webb, devises a scheme to deceive the Nazis about an impending invasion in Southern Europe, instead, of course, 
the Normandy landings that did go ahead. And their ploy is to find a, um, a, a body, dress them up with what looks like a dispatches bag with secret documents, um, and they set the body adrift. They work out the tides and when, um, and the idea it would be um, in, uh, intercepted and acted upon. And um, for my um, Hoovian friends, I should just mention that one of the actors in this is um, none other than William Russell, uh, who was uh, the very one of the very first Doctor Who companions um, and very well known, still alive in the uh, uh, Who universe. Is um, yeah, he played Ian Chesterton Doctor Who in the very first episode, uh, An Unearthly Child, and uh, an, a number of other. Um, um, episodes with the, the other companion Barbara but um, the actor himself is playing the handsome love interest in this um, film um, um, of Gloria Graham actually uh, was uh, he was the boyfriend of Gloria Graham who well I won't say what happens but um, that's the man who never was give it a listen and if I can very quickly bring up uh, one of my our neighbours here in the um, the street where I live, put in into our little group a list of events that some around the country are um, acknowledging. And I'm just going to bring it up, bring it up very quickly, uh, because it mentions some of the events that people are observing. So let me bring this up. So at 11 a.m., we have the two-minute silence. At 3 p.m., Churchill's speech will be uh, uh, shown on BBC. And then it says, grab your picnic baskets, our garden table, and head to your front lawn for 4 p.m. Tea and scones, our coffee and cake, in isolation, of course, with your own family. At 6 p.m., dinner and raise your glass to your neighbours. At 9pm, nationwide sing-along to We'll Meet Again with the Royal British Legion after the Queen's Address. So, and it says, please remember to follow the social distinction rooms. So that's Friday the 8th, VE Day, 75th anniversary, how to enjoy it safely. Join your neighbours in a nationwide stay-at-home street party. Prepare for the day by decorating your house in red, white and blue. Well, down our street we have got the, the flags out. So 11 a.m. two minutes silence. 3 p.m. Churchill's speech shown on BBC. 4 p.m. tea and scones in your own garden. 6 p.m. dinner and raise your glass to your neighbours. 9 p.m. nationwide sing-along to we'll meet again uh, with the Royal British Legion after the Queen's address. And that's yet an unprecedented uh, second or third speech the Queen will have made to the nation uh, within 12 months. Okay, with that, I'm just going to check. I don't think anybody joined me in the room, but I'll just have one final check. Well, that's Dave C., your host here on Never Isolated, show ID 7910661. Keep safe, keep social distancing, even if you are celebrating today. And um, 
as always, um, you know, keep yourself safe and your family. Uh, keep washing your hands and uh, listen out also on Sunday for the uh, Boris Johnson uh, uh, laying out the the five step plan for moving us slowly uh, easing uh, the lockdown. And also look out for the weekend episode I shall be putting up, probably putting it up Sunday, although it will be dated for Saturday. That will be episode 42, Never Isolated, The Lonesome Quiz 5. With that, uh, I shall end the recording. Bye, everyone. Keep safe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.